week, Shandon and I will each be sharing about our struggles with food and fitness and how God is teaching, guiding, and transforming us in these areas. Then next week, we will be releasing our next Be The Late by Shining Your Light interview that goes along with food, faith, and fitness. You won't want to miss it. Welcome to the Be The Light podcast, Moms on a Mission. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing about a big area of my life that God has been and is currently transforming me in, food and fitness. Now, if any of you are like I was a year or so ago, I would have not been interested in the food and fitness part of this podcast at all, but I hope you're willing to hear me out and also know in anything that I share with you today, I am not saying that I'm an expert or that what my specific struggle is, is yours, or that what God is teaching me or leading me to is the same for you. However, I do know God wants us to trust all things to him, and that includes our eating and our exercise. So with that being said, let's dive in. To start this off, I kind of have to share a little bit about how I looked at food and fitness growing up. Now, we always had a family dinner time at my home, um, but many days it might have consisted of TV dinners. We came home from school to bags of chips and Little Debbies and Yoo-Hoo. And then at my grandparents, where I spent many weekends and summers, we had amazing meals, but we also had lots of treats, pop, and snacks. Now, I was very active growing up. I always rode bikes, I played outside, I played sports. But really, the only exercise program that I'd ever seen was Sweat into the Oldies, which my Aunt Wilda used to do with us. (laughs) So... Fast forward to post-pregnancy after I had um, both of my kids. I gained probably 50 pounds with both of them, and I never really lost it all. And I always said I didn't need to exercise because Jesus didn't. Yeah, what a lie. And I had always been pretty thin, and so I ate what I wanted to because of that. But then I had a second bout with depression and anxiety, and my 120 over 80 blood pressure went to 148 over 94, and things started to change. My doctor, when I went to her, she said, just because you're thin doesn't mean you're fit. And that was literally like a slap in the face, but I needed that. And so she told me, you know what? Exercise is going to be your medicine. And I am so thankful for her because many doctors could just have put me on a medicine. And she really, really prompted me to think about what I wanted to do and how I wanted to move forward. So she said, get a treadmill, just start walking. And so I did, but I really didn't enjoy it at all. I I did it, but it wasn't something that I could say that I got up and I was like excited to do. And then when walking really wasn't helping as much as I thought it would, I started to look at what I was eating. And then the sodium, um, it's unbelievable the amount of sodium that would be in things that you don't think. I never used a salt shaker, but it's, it's just really interesting to start looking at these kinds of things. So, you know, then I was looking at that and I didn't realize how much I was consuming. So from there, then it all became an obsession. And all I looked at was the sodium content until I slowly realized that I was even more stressed, unhappy, worried, and anxious because this is all I thought about. Now, I'm also the girl who could eat a plate of cookies, a pack of Oreos, half a box of donuts. And this was a huge issue after I had my daughter. 
She was probably approaching a year old and my son was almost four and his behavior to me was just such a struggle, which I hope to talk with you guys about later and just ways that God revealed things to me there too, but that's obviously for another podcast. But when they would nap, I would be so stressed that we had this donut shop um, that they had opened and you could put like all these things on donuts and make them like more than just a regular donut. Like I could literally eat a half a box of donuts while they were sleeping. And then I'm also the girl who kept chocolate chips in my freezer and ate them by the handful when I got stressed. It just was not a good road to be on. But at this point in time, I came across the 40-Day Sugar Fast with a lady named Wendy Speak. And you'll hear me speak of her later um, as well in another podcast when I talk about um, just behavior and being a parent and those types of things. But anyway, I, yes, gave up refined sugar for 40 days. It was eye-opening to me, realizing that I was actually running to my pantry for comfort instead of Jesus. I was stuffing my hurt with sweets instead of feasting on the Word of God. Now, this fast just hit the the tip of the iceberg for me because with exercise, cutting sodium, and sugar, I probably lost 10 to 15 pounds, but then I was worried I looked too thin or people would comment about me looking too thin. Um, So that was a struggle. And then I worried that something was wrong with me. But fast forward to this past January, um, I started my second 40-day sugar fast. And this year, Wendy Speak actually published a book to go along with it. And there was a devotion for each day. And then through each daily reading of the 40-day sugar fast, I learned to fast from sugar, but truly feast on God's word. And I learned to run to him instead of running to my pantry felt better and my stress and anxiety were getting better too. Now, I had still been trying to walk four to five days a week on the treadmill, but I knew I needed something more. At the same time, my church was unveiling a new fitness ministry. It was based on losing what weighs you down so you can love God, yourself, and then in turn, love others. And this is where Revelation Wellness comes into my story. The crazy thing about all this is that a friend of mine who a few years earlier had invited me to a fitness Bible study that she was doing um, when I was actually on maternity leave with my daughter, and I was not really into that. I'm like, I don't think I really want to come. She's like, just come, you know, just come. Now, I love the Bible study part, but I hated the workout part. Like, seriously, like she would say, okay, we're going to do burpees, mountain climbers, um, a Tabata. Like, I had no idea. She might as well be have been speaking a foreign language to me. But if you guys listened to the episode All In that Shandon and I did, you might have heard us mention this same Bible study. Um, this is where we really started to become good friends because of our hatred of exercise. So to get back to where I was going with that to start with, Um, The girl that had invited us originally to this Bible study was now one of the instructors for Revelation Wellness. She had gone away and gotten trained, and um, she was one of the ones that was going to be doing this. So um, after church, I found Shandon. I said, well, are you going to do this? So it took us a day or so to decide, and we did sign up. So if I had to be completely honest with you, I would say I was really apprehensive about working out with a group and finding a sitter for my kids each Sunday for two hours in the evening because my husband was also going to do um, the program with us, but truly it all worked out. I had no clue what this eight-week journey would look like, but as I went each week, I did the Bible study each day, and then I started to see my exercise as worship. 
I slowly began to be set free from the legalistic approach that I had created for myself and what I ate and what I did. On week two of our study, our focus verse was, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and the way I use it should be offered as a sacrifice to God. By offering my eating and exercise to the Lord, I can be holy and whole. So this is what I started to do. And for the first time, I couldn't wait to exercise, to move my body. And my prayer became, as I sat down for my meals, Lord, fill me up more than my food. I also focused on 1 Corinthians 6.12 where it says everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Yes, God permits me to eat a donut, but is it really beneficial to me to eat a whole box of donuts? It might feel good at the time while doing it, but later when my body is tired and I have no energy for my kids, was it really beneficial? As they say, we want sustaining fuel, not draining fuel. And we have to think of our food as our fuel. So what kind of fuel do you want to put in your body? I started to be transformed over these weeks. I felt better. I was enjoying exercise. I was eating right. I had more energy. And then I really wanted what I had for others to have as well. So something that I had to realize, though, through all this, and that I saw myself as well, is that you have to want it. And it has to be the right time. As much as I didn't want to be in a depressed, anxious state a couple years ago with higher blood pressure, (laughs) I feel it began to put me in the right spot to open my heart up for my transformation. I also have felt that this ministry came at the right time because our last class was canceled because it was the weekend of when our state went into quarantine. Now, my old self would have been stressed, stressed, excuse me, overwhelmed. I would have been eating cookies and donuts and going to my freezer to get out my chocolate chips. But I knew I wanted to and needed to be whole during this time. And oh, how thankful I am for it. Now, I am, like when I look back at this, and or even now, and I ask myself questions like, am I perfect at this all the time? Absolutely not. Are there days I'd rather just sit around and watch TV with my kids when I'm supposed to exercise? Yes. Um, Or are there days that I do eat a whole leftover Hershey bar from the s'mores that my kids had the night before? Yes, I do. And there are times when I totally find myself running to, you know, chocolate or to a cookie um, that I have instead of going to his word. And, you know, one thing I do is I try to not keep these things around because if they're not here, then I'm not tempted. Um, So that does help a lot too. But Philippians 3.12 says, Not that I have already obtained all of this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. As in the words of, and I know this is completely, you know, obviously not biblical, but as in the words of Joe Dirt, I just keep on keeping on. And I focus my mind, realizing that I don't ever want to go back to the bondage that I was in before. 
I focus on the fact that I want to be healthy spiritually. I want to be healthy mentally, and I want to be healthy physically so that I can love others well. There is truly so much that I could share, but my hope and prayer is that if you have felt like I did or that you have other food and fitness struggles, um, you know, because there can be people that are the epitome of health, um, that they are, you know, strong um, from working out and they've got their eating all together, but you just don't have the God part of it. And that's what truly transforms you. So I just really want you to be transformed. Um, I want you to have a transformation story too. This ministry outreach is literally for anyone. I mean it. Like our class when we started, I was so worried, but it was all ages. I mean, from people in their 20s to their 70s, all body types, all fitness levels. It truly is for anyone. Um, Well, I really appreciate you letting me share my journey so far with you, and I hope something resonated with you today. So that you will be able um, to be whole and holy and healthy and be able to go out and share Jesus. And when we talk about being the light, uh, I really hope that you guys understand that this light is not of ourselves. This light is because of Jesus. So when I end every podcast with go out and be the light today, I'm really saying go out and be his light today. (laughs) 